0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dice and Decepticons. I just want to record this little intro to give you an update of where the show's at and why it's taken so long for this next episode to air. I'm really excited about these next couple of episodes. As you may have noticed from the title, this is a interlude series that Stuart and I are recording with our friends Vincent and Connor. Connor and Vincent are part of our regular role-playing group, And we decided to try out masks. And just for the fun of it, we decided to record ourselves. And we had so much fun that we decided to put it on the show. The downside is that when we were setting up my computer for our Zoom uh, recording session, uh, my tech was not set up properly. And so these first two episodes that we recorded, the audio is just pretty poor quality um i have been trying to repair that but repairing that means recording each line over again to compound the problem my late summer's early fall is a super busy time at work and so i've had very little time to actually work on this podcast so I spent a lot of time slowly re-recording, and uh, at this point, I've decided it's better just to present a a product than no product at all. So this first episode will feature reworked audio, but the following episode will not. Um, But overall, though, the episode was a lot of fun. Connor and Vincent are great guys and a lot of fun to play with, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode as much as we did recording. And with all that said, let's dive into the show. Universe narrow, dark forces are on the rise. The world needs a new role. How will the earth survive? Transformers. Transformers, robots in the sky. Hi everyone! Welcome back to Dice and Decepticons. My name is Robert Kerr. I'm the host and GM of the podcast. I'm joined by my brother, the player, Stuart. Hello. And we also have two special guests today. The regulars on our regular gaming group. Who's going first?
1: I uh, guess you
2: can. Awesome. Uh, my name is Connor, and. Character wise, I will be playing uh, Chainlink the Janus. Janus sounds a little better, um, aka Dan Smith.
0: Awesome. So, if it isn't obvious, we're not doing a regular Dice and Decepticons episode today. We're actually going to record Masks, a New Generation, and we thought it'd be fun to bring in Connor and Vincent. Uh, So at this point, Vincent, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself as well.
1: All right. Hello. My name is Vincent. Um, I'm a regular with these guys. I'm going to play Martin Scholl, otherwise known as Mayfly the Doomed.
0: (laughs) Ha! The Doomed. (laughs) Very dramatic.
1: The Doomed. Mayfly the
0: Doomed. And Stu, who are you playing? I will be playing... My
3: superhero name is Way Down. His actual name is Lev Lachydus. And he is a Nova, or The Nova is the class type.
0: Awesome. Yeah, so let's dive right into this. Uh, so if you aren't familiar with the system, Masks, a new generation, is a Powered by the Apocalypse system. Um, the theme is teenage superheroes who are trying to kind of find themselves and fight crime and everything. And uh, it looked like a really fun system. I've really been wanting to try it for a while. Uh, So we're going to do that. So we open on Halcyon City. Halcyon City is sort of the epicenter of superpowers. The city is filled with superheroes and with supervillains. This is where the first superheroes and supervillains first battled it out. This city has been transformed by the strange and epic powers of its inhabitants. It's an eclectic mixture of everything. The three of you are young superheroes. What's the name of your high school?
1: Did we give it a name? Yeah, I don't think we did.
0: Oh, okay. What do you guys think? What should we call it?
2: Uh, we got, I mean, the generic one you go with is like, like Halason. Halison, Halcyon. Halcyon High or like H squared.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, All H right. H squared. Halcyon High. I like the sound of that one.
2: Halcyon High, okay.
0: Halcyon High. Excellent.
2: This is where Rob cuts it in, where we act like we knew what we were
0: talking about. (laughs) Right. No, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So, we open on a mid-morning in Halcyon City. We're looking down on Garden Square. This is an area of the city that has botanical gardens, art museums, and other things like that. And the centerpiece is the garden. So not only does this place have lots of beautiful flowers and trees, Halcyon City is something of a melting pot. So there's plants and flowers that have come from other timelines, from other planets, and it's all kind of grafted together here in this garden. And it's a uh, beautiful display. Uh, It's a big tourist site as well. And in the middle of the gardens is a large statue to one of the city's famous heroes. And perched atop that statue is the villainess named Miss Appearance. Now, she's a young villainess, probably about your guys' age. Now, she tries to be a trendsetter, and so she tends to borrow costumes from whatever's popular, and right now the 80s is in, so that's kind of what her costume vibe is like. She has a phone in one hand and a nasty-looking weapon in the other. Yeah, she's not hitting people with a selfie stick? Uh, nope, not this time. Wow. (laughs) Uh, But she's perched atop the statue with her... Uh, arm extended with her phone in it and she's got the gun in this hand and she goes hey villain fam just broke into the museum of villainy and stole this atomizer gun not really sure what it does so leave a comment and tell me what I should try and shoot first (laughs) so Mayfly uh, give us a little bit about your hero um, what their powers are And uh, what they look like. And how you enter the scene.
1: Okay. So. I think what we've got going. I've been following her live stream for a while. Because I'm like. Dang it. This one's probably going to be an issue. So. I tuned in. Probably watched her steal the the darn thing. And I'm like. Well. I hate Mondays. So. So. I'm gonna go ahead I'm going to sneak in through yeah through the shadows of some of the larger plants darting between them yeah Mayfly wears a very yeah a long dark coat with a hood he tends to dress yeah his outfits is in um relatively yeah relatively cool colors um he likes to just disappear when he, yeah, when he can.
0: Nice. And what's his power set?
1: Okay. His power sets includes telekinesis, superhuman strength and speed, and the rather nasty one, vitality absorption. Yes, note that the telekinesis is not just like like using the Force. No, it's like these, these crazy black tendrils that just sort of shoot out of his arm.
0: Nice. So, alongside you are your teammates. Connor, let's have you go ahead and introduce your character.
2: Okay. So, uh, Chainlink is a uh, robot person, mainly just robot that pretends to be a person. The robot's the main disguise, so uh, metallic face, not really much of a operational mouth, but two really bright blue eyes, wearing kind of a uh, blue hoodie and you know khaki shorts, a real thrown-together thing to wear on the outside that looks relatively normal. His powers are impossible mobility and web generation, but it's all metal. So kind of a similar tendril situation, but uh, metallic and kind of chain-like.
0: Very cool. And Stu, how about your character?
3: Alright, Lev has gravity manipulation powers, so he's able to shift things around the world, so it's described as uh, how I can fundamentally control fundamentally control the world around me, and the way I do that is through gravity manipulation. So I'm presuming that's to the kind of, say, making things weighing heavier or lighter, being able to fling things up and suddenly, um... I've been crashing back down with a giant amount of weight. Um, messing with my own gravity so I can move faster, stuff like that. A lot of different things, a lot of different ways you can use it, and he doesn't always have the best control over it.
0: Nice. Very cool. So the three of you have rendezvoused by this statue. You see up on top, Miss is up there. And she's got her selfie cam up, and she says... Okay, villain fam, votes are in. Everyone says I should destroy this dumb statue of flying freedom I'm sitting on. So she stands up on top of the statue and then disappears in midair. She reappears at the base of the statue and levels this weapon that she's stolen at the statue in question. What do you guys do?
2: Uh, wait out. You want to do the
1: fastball special?
0: Sure thing. Let's go at it. Mm-hmm.
1: All Yes, I'll yeah, I'll try and get her from behind. Since I'm just sneaking around in the shadows, you know. Hopefully these yeah, hopefully these two clowns will distract her long enough.
0: <laughs> okay, so since the three of you are engaging a threat as a team, uh, we're going to use a move where we create the team pool. So. Let me look that up really quick.
2: Uh, Stu, you're familiar with fastball, uh, fastball Special, right?
3: Yep, X-Men reference, right? Right. Uh, so I, Avengers the, reference. I don't remember if it's X-Men or Avengers, but tossing the other character. It's anything,
2: yeah. You, you'd be the tosser. At least I was thinking that when she was way up there. But now that we're in a vertical situation, maybe that, that doesn't work. Or horizontal.
0: Okay, so now that you're entering battle, we trigger the team move. Uh, when you enter battle against a dangerous foe, add two points to the team pool. And the way that team points work is once your teammate has made a roll, you can add one to that uh, if you spend a team point and uh, if there's a way that you can uh, actually help them. So, you, like if you can't actually help them, you can't actually spend a team point if it doesn't make sense narratively. In any case, since you're entering battle against a dangerous foe, you get two team points, and then we answer a couple different questions. First question: if the leader of the team has influence over every teammate add a team to the pool So do you guys have a leader, and do you agree on who that leader is? um Everyone else has influence over me. I'm fairly impressionable
3: Same. so i i my character is not the leader um does you yeah, have enough confidence
1: well we do ha- yeah well, we do meet in my yeah, in my ziggurat, so there's that uh do yeah do I have influence over both of you guys
2: uh you have influence over me
3: you also have influence over me, so I think so, at least I would agree to you being the
1: leader sound pretty leader
0: um, all right, okay, so everyone agrees that mayfly is the leader of the team. Yes. Sounds like it. Cool, so you guys are at three team points. If everyone has the same purpose in the fight, add another team. So what's your goal in this fight?
1: Okay. My goal is yeah, My goal is to get that yeah, you know, that weapon out of her hand and recapture it if possible, destroy it if necessary.
0: Cool. How about the rest of you guys? Sounds like a plan. I think
2: my first order would be to, uh, just keep her from disappearing, so hold
0: her down. (laughs) Okay. How about you, Stu? Yeah,
3: finding some way to interrupt her to stop her from destroying property, of course. That's the bigger objective. Obviously, as Connor said, try to stop her from disappearing. I think that's just a little part of it. Just another aspect of the same objective. So yeah, I think I'm on the same page with everyone
0: else. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are on the same page. So it's totally possible for you guys to have different goals when entering a fight. And if that's the case, then you just don't get as many team points. In this case, you guys are totally united. So we add one team point to the pool. If anyone mistrusts the leader or a member of the team, remove a team. I don't think you lose any points there. If your team is off-balance or ill-prepared to move a team, you guys have had time to prepare since Mayfly was watching the stream. So you guys are sitting at four team points. Awesome. All right. Okay.
2: Marking it down.
0: Okay. So you guys are ready to move out. I heard that way down and Chainlink want to do the fastball special. So uh, tell me what that looks like. What does that mean? you want to describe it, Connor?
2: Sure. That looks like uh, my gravity manipulating friend uh, hurling me and also using his gravity powers to maybe accelerate me forward like a uh, like a wiffle ball towards our objective.
0: Good. Okay, nice. So it sounds like you're trying to directly engage a threat. One of the basic moves. Very much so. So I think, um well, who do you think is the main actor in this case? I kind of maybe think it's way down since he's the one doing the actual flinging.
3: Yeah, for this first action, I'm the one who's flinging him. But after that, I don't know if there's going to be another action or something when he reaches the point of contact or maybe he's got a slugger or something like that. But right now, the action would be on my part. Using gravity manipulation, flinging the robot... Send him sailing, and
0: after that, it's in his hands. Okay, cool. So, here's what we can do. Um, I think that... Well, actually, okay, so maybe it's not... Let's not say it's engaging a threat. I think that your action here is actually setting Connor up. So, I think that this is closer Unleash to... Unleash your powers? Yeah, exactly. Unleash your powers. And that's because you're setting up Connor's attack. Exactly. That's what I meant. Okay, great. So, go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers, because you're trying to overcome an obstacle. And the reason for that is, Miss has a tendency to disappear uh, <laughs> right before <clears throat> someone takes a shot at her. So, go ahead and make that roll. Okay, and this is one dice, correct? No, it is two dice, and you add your Freak label.
3: Okay, good thing. Well, my Freak
0: is pretty high, so that's nice.
3: Oh, very nice. I rolled 7, plus my Freak is 2, so that brings it up to 9.
0: Okay, that means that you hit. On the 7 through 9, mark a condition, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Now remember, you do have team points, which can be spent after the fact. Okay, so because I got 7 through 9, I gain a condition, correct? Yes, unless someone bumps it up with a team point.
2: Hmm. I don't know, Connor. You think we should do it? Uh, let's bump it up for. Uh, let's bump this one up. Yeah, let's, let's make do a that. Nice entry.
0: All right, so okay. that means that you're down to three team points. So Stuart set you up for this, but basically, uh, he uses his gravity powers to fling you through the air, and you totally catch Misappearance Appearance by surprise. So now that you're in position, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat.
2: Alrighty, here we go. Let's add it to my danger. Yep. All right.
0: That's going to be a solid 9. Okay, so on a hit, you trade blows. On a 7 through 9, you get to pick one from the list. You can resist their blow. You can take something from them. You can create an opportunity for your allies, or you can impress, surprise, or frighten them. I
2: would like to create an opportunity for my
0: allies. Okay great! So since you traded blows, that means that you hit Misappearance, and Misappearance hits you. So I'm going to mark one of her conditions. (laughs) Yeah, in this case, you have made her angry. Okay, so since you traded blows, that means that you take a condition as well. So what condition do you think that Chainlink would take? Like, Okay, wait, so how how are you approaching this? How did you come at her?
2: I'd probably uh, fly in and uh, use some of my uh, metallic webs to root me to uh, whatever thing she's next to and root me to her so we're kind of all sort of tangled up. So I guess that would... Uh Let's see, I'm trying to think what condition that would affect me with.
0: Well, uh, the reason that you take a condition is because uh, when you attack her, uh, she comes around with the butt of her weapon and slams you with it. Gotcha. I think that probably caused you to become either angry or afraid uh, because. Like, she doesn't look like she packs a lot of muscle, uh, but that blow really hurt. I'll take it in Afraid. You'll take Afraid. Okay, cool. So that means when you take certain checks, you will take a penalty on that. Uh, Okay, so you create an opportunity for your allies, uh, but since she took a condition, she gets to make a move. So somehow through all of this, she still managed to maintain an iron grip on her phone. Hmm. And she goes, oh, look, the hero wannabes showed up. Let's teach these guys a lesson. And she levels the atomizer at you guys. And she begins charging it up. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Okay, so you created an opportunity for your ally, so I think what makes the most sense is that you made a way for Mayfly to slip in there and do something.
1: That was kind of what I was thinking at this moment. So at this point, I want to throw in the, yeah, the crazy tendrils and snatch the yeah, snatch the gun right out of her hand.
0: Okay, so that that sounds like... Directly engaging a threat, so go ahead and roll that.
1: Okay, please. And I got a
0: seven. Okay. On a hit, you trade blows. On a seven through nine, you pick one from the list.
1: Okay.
3: Quick question: Was that worth your danger bonus or no?
1: Yes, that was with my danger bonus.
3: Okay, just making sure.
1: Okay, what would I be most... Hmm. What would I be most likely to do here? Well, you said that
0: you're... Oh, go Hmm? ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gunning for, well, the gun. I want to rip it out of her hand. I feel like that would probably be most likely to to bring the wraith out and... Make me angry at her for not letting go of the darn thing.
0: Oh, interesting. You think that's the condition you might take?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay, so it sounds like you picked from the list, take something from them. So you get a hold of the weapon as she's starting to charge it up. She uh, latches onto it, and you guys have a tug of war over it. And you rip it out of her hands. Uh, I think, so I think probably what triggered the angry condition is that while the two of you are wrestling over this gun, uh, she looks at you and goes, oh, gross. Goth was like, so 2000s. You're not even pulling it off. Oh, my gosh. And she still has her camera out, and she snaps a few pictures of you. Great. Yeah,
1: I usually don't like to kill people, even villains, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, go ahead and mark either your angry or your insecure condition.
1: I'm angry at this point.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I think also what she's doing here, I'm using a GM move, um, is she is also taking influence over you. Because... Even though you know in your head, like, it doesn't really matter, like, it, it still hits home. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it, it gets under your skin. Great. Okay, so when someone takes over, when someone takes influence over you, uh, you care about what they say. Um, yeah. So that can come into play later because if someone has influence over you and they later tell you who you are, Um, They can actually manipulate your labels.
1: Great. Great. Just what we need, a psychotic freak to change my labels.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you attacked her, you took something from her, and the two of you traded blows. Uh, And that means that she needs to mark a condition, and I'm going to have her mark Insecure. Okay. And she gets to make a move. So let me take a look here. Okay. So you get the gun out of her hands. And she turns to you guys. And she still has her camera active. And she goes, Oh my gosh, that's adorable. You all are trying so hard to be superheroes. It's too bad you're just not really pulling it off, you know?
1: <laughs> yes, I look at the gun that I've got in my hand and go, interesting, yeah, interesting way of reading this situation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So here's the interesting thing. She doesn't have influence over all three of you, uh, but Vincent, she has influence over you and she's trying to shift your labels around. She's going to try to shift your freak up and your dangerous down.
1: Okay.
0: So when that happens, you can either accept what they say or you can take a move against it, which in this case is called resisting their influence. Oh, sorry. Actually, it's reject someone's influence. Uh, So do you want to accept that labels or do you want to try and uh, resist against it and take a move? Hmm. So here's the real
1: question. Would I then be able to use uh, Unleash My Powers to completely destroy everything in the vicinity? Yeah, just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's see. How do we do... Uh, what do I roll to do that?
0: When you reject someone's influence, you simply roll. On a hit, mm-hmm. you reject their influence and tune them out.
1: Okay. Let's try that.
0: On a miss, though, their words hit hard. You mark another condition, and your labels change.
1: Okay, let's try this. And, oh, I got 12.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, on a 10+, plus, you get to pick two of these. You can choose to clear a condition. You can mark potential by proving them wrong. You can change your labels, or you can cancel their influence and take plus one whenever you're acting against them
1: oh so I get to choose two of those you said
0: you get to choose two yep
1: okay let's see I'm trying to decide whether I want to clear condition and get plus one against her for everything else or okay So I think I'm still angry. So what I'll do is I'll mark a potential and get a plus one on, yeah, clear her influence and get a plus one on everything against her.
0: Okay, awesome. So how do you prove her wrong? Hmm.
1: How do I prove her wrong? I'm thinking what I do at this point. Am I able to do something like snatch her phone out of her hand with the, yeah, with the dark tendrils and... And basically show her that, yeah, she has literally no control in the situation right now. Yeah, sure. So I'm just going to go ahead and be, go. Interesting way to read the situation. Just <laughs> send out another tendril, snatch the phone out of her other hand.
0: <laughs> I love <laughs> that. That's awesome. Okay, so you you snatch the phone away from her. Um, the camera is now pointed at the three of you. Uh, is there anything that you want to say or do while you have the attention of her audience? Hmm.
2: I'll be like, a, hey, what up? It's your boy Chainlink. Follow me at Chainlink underscore 42 underscore 3 at, you know, at where it's important. Also, don't uh, subscribe to a Spatial because they're evil. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Peace out. And then-
1: Right. Uh um, I was thinking, and remember, kids, crime doesn't pay.
2: <laughs> Neither does here it wasn't, but it is better, just in general. <laughs>
0: Bye way down just waves
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nice so here's what happens uh, you snatch the phone from her, you deliver your message, and then you power off the phone. um she disappears. And then reappears in front of you, snatches the phone back, and teleports again. And she is on top of a nearby fountain. And she says, Whatever, dorks. Can I.
2: Let me try something interesting. Can I try to pierce the mask?
0: Yeah, go for it.
2: With her. I want to see what really. But, you know, why she's in such a bad mood. Sure thing. So I'm gonna try to pierce the masks. Ask, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you giving into the algorithm, catering to short-form video instead of you know proper content? What's really behind your uh, your evil schemes to make a statue disappear?
0: Okay. So go ahead and roll plus mundane.
2: That's going to be a nine.
0: You rolled a nine? Okay. Yes. That means you get to ask one question from the list.
1: Oh, can I go ahead and add one of our team points to that? Oh, sure. Uh, how do you help, though? Oh, let's see. Let's see. I think I've actually, yeah, see. I've done a number on her at this point, demonstrated that we're, yeah, that we're better than her, sort of. I go ahead and, uh, let's see, tuck the uh, gun away somewhere safe and go, it seems you've been bested by the loser goths. <laughs> huh.
0: Okay. And that's yeah. trying to help Chainlink pierce the mask, right?
1: Yeah, beat through her. Basically, just drive down whatever confidence she's, all, yeah, she's still got at this point.
0: All right. I'll allow that. Uh, did you make the roll, Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that'd be a, a 10. Oh, that's right. So now it's a 10. Uh, that means that you get to ask two questions. Oh, goody. So with Pierce the Mask, there's a list of questions that you can ask. And they include, what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to fill in the blank? And how could I gain influence over you?
2: How could uh, <laughs> sorry. Wow.
1: It would be kind of cool to gain influence over one of the uh, our first supervillain.
2: Is there anything we can do to maybe get you to work with us? We're all equal. Um, how could I get you to uh how could I get you to team up with us? Maybe we could learn from each other. Maybe we could learn how to be cool from you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the second two. The how could we get your character and how could I? Yeah.
0: She crosses her arms and flips her hair and goes, Ugh, spoken like a true hero wannabe, there is nothing you can do or say to get us to team up. Us? Villain? Loser.
2: Oh, us. I thought there was more of you. Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) She's like, what?
2: No. It's a common misunderstanding. Something totally normal humans have all the time.
0: (laughs) Uh, So for those who don't remember, um, Chainlink... He's a robot. (laughs) Yeah, he's actually a... Robot who can disguise himself as a human. And, anyways, uh, yeah. Right now, she just kind of gives you kind of just a confused, scornful look.
2: Um,
1: I still think we should. Yeah, we
0: should get influence over her.
2: Yeah. Is there anything? Yeah, I guess gain influence. How could we gain influence over her? So, is there anything that we could do that could maybe improve ourselves so that you wouldn't. Treat us as such.
0: Well, unless you have over 100,000 followers on social media, which newsflash I'm about to hit, I have zero interest.
2: Gotcha. (laughs) All right, I'll be on the lookout for you.
0: (laughs) She hops. She's like, whatever, losers.
2: 1001, you join our team. (laughs) (laughs) I sort of... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> 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 she scoffs and then um, she vanishes.
1: Yes, as she yeah, yeah, as she leaves, I take one last uh, yeah, one last glare at her because I'm still in a bad mood yeah, still in a bad mood at this moment.
0: <laughs> okay, that ends the conflict. Um, so now that the conflict is over, um, there is a way to clear conditions. Uh, On your basic moves sheet, uh, it should list different ways you clear them. You can always take certain actions during a scene to clear a condition. So if you take that action during the next scene, you will afterwards clear a condition. So you can be thinking about that during the next scene. Um, If you take one of these actions, you can clear the corresponding um, condition. To clear
1: angry, hurt someone, or break something important?
0: Yep, yep. Now there is another way. If someone actually uses the move comfort or support, they can actually clear conditions for you.
1: I mean, part of me wants to just smash that stupid ray gun at this point, but...
0: Oh, yeah, that could do the trick.
1: The question is, who actually owns this thing?
0: Uh, All you know is she stole it from the Museum of Villainy.
1: Is it run by the villains, or is it like, or is it like, war trophies that heroes have collected over the years?
0: It's a collection of trophies from heroes over the years, um, but interestingly, some of them are actual donations from supervillains.
1: Oh well, that's nice. Do we know where this one came from?
0: Um, it came from Doctor Nuclear. Oh who was a very famous uh, villain from the Golden Age. Uh, the Golden Age is back from the 30s and 40s. He invented the Atomizer Ray and uh, yeah, it's one of the war trophies from the Museum of Villainy.
2: Nice. I can give comfort to you. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Let's I'll throw my uh, heavier than usual arm around you. You did great out there. You, you know i don't think you look like goth at all if anything that's coming back in style you know, the alt thing mgk it's it's i think you look super cool dude and you know we got what we came for let's uh let's take it back to the museum eh?
0: all right so here's the question and this question is kind of for you mayfly um do you think that what he said is actually enough to make you feel better
1: After a nearly flawless victory, probably.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right, so since it sounds like you're comforting and supporting and to actually hit home, we'll go ahead and roll the move. That's going to be an 11. That is an 11. Dang, all right. So on an 11, they hear you. They mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. So that requires Mayfly to actually open up about it and to accept the comfort and support and to explain why it got under his skin. Now you can choose not to do that and close yourself off, uh, but you will not undo a condition.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go... Thanks, man. I mean, with everything that's that's happened... I. Take a look at the uh, almost mummified arm that that all these crazy black tendrils shoot off of. Can be a can be a bit of a challenge sometimes, you know.
2: It, it makes you look like like a like a street fighter, honestly. <laughs> like you look super tough.
1: Well, I'm glad to, <laughs> glad to hear that. Can
2: I sign it like a cast? <laughs>
1: It's a little tender, so uh, might not be the okay, best Okay, no, idea. I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, good, good thinking. <laughs> hey, maybe we can get a brand. Yeah, maybe we can get a brand deal with Hot Topic. Yeah. Haha.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Okay, that sounds like it did the trick. So you can go ahead and clear condition. Okay. And then on a ten plus, chain link, you can either add a team to the pool. Or clear a condition yourself?
2: I'm going to clear my afraid, I think.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did do okay.
2: That wasn't terrifying at all. But... <laughs> all
0: right. Okay, cool. So, in this game, Connor's character is the Janus. And I believe that Stuart's character, way down doesn't actually know your secret identity. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, cool. That's important because um, way down, you check your watch or your phone, whichever one you use, and you realize that you and Mayfly are going to be late to class.
3: Uh, guys, uh, we need to get going. It's time for classes and all that school. Uh Yeah, we'd have hurried it up.
2: Oh, that's not a thing I have to worry about because I'm not a high schooler. And I'll <laughs> zip off in a different direction and make my way
1: around the back. Can I use my superhuman speed to get there on time?
0: Uh, yeah, that's totally cool. Oh, you do have this very dangerous weapon. Um, as you're standing oh, there... Oh, yeah, that mm, that's a good point. Just put in your yeah. locker. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I might want to
1: drop it off at the Ziggurat.
0: Okay. Uh, you can do that, but as you are... Uh, the thing about this city is that they're used to heroes and villains since they've had them since the uh, 20s and the 30s. So even as you're debating what to do, uh, some police officers come up to you and they uh, nod at the three of you and then the, uh, taller police officer says, Thanks for taking care of that. Uh, we can take that off your hands if you have some place you need to be. Well,
1: much, yeah, much appreciated, officer. Um, should we do some kind of, like, a uh, pierce the mask on this to make sure that they aren't, you know, like, secretly supervillains
0: themselves or something? Uh, you can do that. Um, as far as you can tell, they are normal law enforcement
1: Okay. Yeah, then I guess I'll go ahead and pull out the... Yeah. Pull out the blaster and the... Yeah. Yeah, the butt of the... What? You know, not pointing it at them. Hand them the... You know, gun
0: safety. Sure. Okay, so you do that. Um, They take the weapon and hand it off to some people in lab coats. Uh, Those people take the weapon and put it inside of a box and seal it. And then they take that box and put it inside of a larger box... Um mm-hmm. and then they take that and put it onto a truck and drive that truck across the street to the Museum of Villainy. <laughs> okay, nice. so y'all are late to class. Will our heroes arrive to school on time? Will Wraith be able to control his powers? And will Chainlink ever get enough followers to impress Miss Appearance? Find out in the next episode of Dice and Decepticons. Thanks so much for tuning in to this special episode of Dice and Decepticons. You can follow us on Twitter at DiceDecepticons for show updates and announcements. My name is Robert Kerr, and I'll see you next time.